Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. I'm super excited today to talk to Sam. Sam, let's just jump right into it. Question number one, who are you and what do you do? Uh, well, my name is Sam Bushel. Uh, I work for BAE Systems out at Hill Air Force Base. Uh, I'm a program manager for a Air Force Nuclear Weapons Center program. Um, and I've been in the business for a little over 13 years now. And you say the business, I mean, I know you're a contractor, but what does program management mean in this situation? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> so we have, uh, you know, a, a collection of projects that we we're executing to support our customers. Um, I, I have to, you know, work with my teams to uh, ensure that we're uh, on on schedule, on budget, you know, working to ensure uh, capabilities for the warfighter. Uh, we work in uh, IT and cyber domain, uh, providing technical solutions as well as, uh, you know, support services for different uh, engineering functions of the DOD. That's awesome. So you're not just cyber, you're IT, you're technology, you're everything that is uh, nerd, which is good. I think that's what we love about this, this podcast. Why do you love being in this technology cyber IT space? Oh, man. Well, there's a lot to love about it, right? There's, there's uh, staying hip with current technology trends. Uh, there's making a difference uh, for the you know, Department of Defense. There's working with other industry partners. Um, you know, there's developing new technologies. Uh, there's working with old technologies, right? Legacy systems, modernizing. Um, and then it's really about working with people. Um, from all, you know, all aspects, all age ranges, um, as we come together to, you know, develop next generation products for the customers. So there's, there's a lot going on. Um, and yeah, you know, each day is a new challenge and, and, and we rise to it. So nice. And you're in a very interesting position, right? As, as a contractor, you work and really develop stuff for our government agencies, but you also work for a commercial enterprise, right? And that's kind of cool. And so my next question is really, I'm really interested to hear what your answer is. We talk about cybersecurity as a top concern, but what does it mean for you? And is it different in the two worlds that you sit in? Oh, man. So, you know, cyber concerns kind of permeate all aspects of our life, right? So being, being in the industry, I, I kind of have a, an inside edge on, on things that, you know, folks that aren't experiencing it uh, maybe in the, in the contracting world or in the DOD world, uh, don't quite see it that way. Um, you know, we have an opportunity to leverage what we learn to kind of improve maybe cybersecurity posture of, you know, our own daily lives uh, through the lessons we learn. Um, and then we can kind of, you know, apply that to help, you know, the business understand, or maybe our customers understand things that, you know, they're not seeing necessarily. So we kind of have uh, you know, a multifaceted role in ensuring, you know, cyber uh, compliance and cyber operations and resilient systems and things like that. So uh, I'd say that there's a lot to that question. There is, there is. So let's jump in. You know, what, what insight do you want to share with our community of, of cyber professionals and technology geeks and, and all the fun people that I've met so far? Man, um, you know, trying to share insight with other other experts in the field is always tough, right? Um, there's there's really the uh, the lifelong you know learning process of you know staying with relevant technologies and understanding uh, you know how changing attack vectors uh, you know can 
impact different systems at different levels. I, you know, what I would say is that it, it, it really comes down to having kind of a, a holistic understanding of, of what the implications of the, the profession are. Um, and then applying, you know, frameworks, putting, putting together rules um, and understanding, you know, how compliance affects uh, everything that we do. Um, and, you know, very specifically as a, as a product owner or product manager for uh, capabilities for the U.S. Air Force, I would say, you know, one of the main things is, you know, look at the long-term implications of technical debt. The idea of technical debt as, uh, as a means to improve uh, cyber operations over time, um, but being able to invest in the reduction of that technical debt, because, you know, standard frameworks don't really line up on the, the long-term implications of how systems adapt over time. We're kind of looking at, you know, mitigating short-term strategy, you know, using a short-term strategy to mitigate immediate threats. Well, what are the long-term implications of our decisions and how can we start, you know, building a framework that allows us to be flexible to understand how that looks, you know, one, five, 10 years down the road, because as we all know, every, everything changes all the time uh, and, and putting too rigid of a system in place um, can be detrimental, but we see that all the time where, you know, that's the way we've always done it is the death of the enterprise. And, and how can we move away from, you know, these, these silos of operations to more of a, um, a collaborative approach between, you know, our, our, our customers, uh, government agencies, and then obviously the commercial enterprises that are there to uh, meet the need or provide a service in that. So I, I'm not sure if that's too much insightful. It seems kind of obvious to me, but uh, oftentimes the most obvious things uh, sometimes get overlooked, right? No, I, I will honestly tell you, Sam, the majority of what you said has actually not been stated in that way, shape or form and I think that's why we do this, right? The insights that people share, whether it's similar or not similar, uh, the way they use the language is so different. And, and honestly, we've had nobody talk about the importance of tech debt and creating that, that, you know, that solution that's not just fixing that short-term problem. So awesome. We love it. That's probably one of the better answers I've seen in a while. So thank you. Hey, thanks, Rick. Yeah, I, I, was, I was reading a, a Gartner article recently published um, about the, their application of uh, combining two management frameworks for uh, security and risk management SRM, uh, you know, NIST 839 and ISO 2705. And, and they built a kind of a repeatable process that allows for the exploration of these different areas. And I, and I found it real insightful that they did address technical debt in that framework to talk about how through this iterative cycle, you can identify the implications of technical debt and how you could invest over time to start buying down risk or mitigating risk through different types of strategies that it kind of opened my mind on, you know, we're not just tackling the day-to-day, -day, right? Firewall hardening and making sure that, you know, we're, we're looking at the objective cyber concerns and attack vectors. We're looking at the long-term business strategy and how that impacts our customers over time. That's awesome. So Sam, the fun question for you, what's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Uh, um, so what makes me smile, right, is, uh, is uh, uh, hi-fi, uh, some retro hi-fi gear, uh, Macintosh gear, classic, uh, you know, 
refurbished, obviously, in some regards, because the, the, the classics are, uh, they're meant to last, but uh, we find them, you know, in garage sales or, you know, <laughs> holding up cabinet tables and things like that. And, and uh, I've got a good friend who refurbishes those. So that, that's kind of a, a hobby piece, um, but a, a piece of retro technology I find fascinating is, um, I was just recently reading about the Enigma machine um, and putting, you know, cyber back into, you know, what, what is the purpose and, and how has it evolved over time? And just, just understanding, you know, that, that whole uh, part of history is, is incredibly fascinating to me. So I've got a lot to learn, I realize. <laughs> nice. Sam, it was epic having you on the podcast. Hey, I appreciate it, Rick. Thanks for your time today, man. It was great to meet you. You did it. You made it to the end. Check us out for more content.